0: Welcome back to the sipping with sin podcast a podcast about stuff and things pertaining to gaming content creation horror comics music pop culture and more grab your favorite beverage and take a sip with us That is a tasty beverage. Welcome back to Sipping Once in the podcast where we talk about stuff and things and things and stuff that are very important to all. Everybody. The entire universe. Life forms we don't know that exist yet. It's important to them. It's true. It's facts. It's science. It's the number one podcast about stuff and things that are important to all. It's just science. It's just analytics. But Welcome back. Yet another week. We appreciate you being here. Hope you're doing wonderful. We got a fun episode. Uh, But I must say to start with, I do feel a tiny bit of a void this week going into this episode because I don't have Last of Us, and I feel a piece of my soul missing because I don't have Last of Us, but I'm sure we'll talk about that. So without further ado, let's bring back the one, the only, Mr. Dreadlock himself, Christian.
1: Hello, everyone. It's good to be back for another episode, and uh, this week we've got
0: some things to talk about. We do got some things to talk about. Do you do you miss part of your soul with No Last of Us this week? Like, the last nine weeks have been literally consumed with it. And now, I don't know.
1: I will say it is definitely different. But I'm watching uh, some shows that are new to me right now. Uh, so, that's filling the void right now. And the shows are pretty good so far.
0: So, aka, he's watching porn. Got it. Understood. Porn. (laughs) Right? Porn.
1: No, some things just don't hold merit, and porn's definitely one of those things.
0: So, porn. Understood. My goodness. All right. Um, So, what we'd like to do to start every episode is we'd like to talk about what we've been watching, reading, listening to, playing this past week. So, uh, let's get into that. Um, I'll start... I'm gonna say it's not been a very productive week as far as all that. Um, I have tried some new stuff. I've had internet issues again. This has been an ongoing struggle, so that's been just awful. It puts uh, a wrench in all plans as far as my streaming and like my my main job and stuff like that goes. It's been screwing all that up. But other than that, um, I've played some Fortnite. New season's fun. Been enjoying playing that with uh, with uh, the homies and everything. Shout out to H. Play with H and them a lot. And uh, it's a good time. Um, we've been doing that. Uh, we've been watching some of the old WrestleManias uh, just in passing to kind of pass the time. And uh, I finished You. We finished You. I felt sound like I was about to be in a rap song right there. You. Anyways, uh, we finished that. Um, and I don't think we're going to go over because I don't know. That, have you watched it yet?
1: Uh, yes, I did watch it, yeah.
0: You've watched all this season? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, not this episode because we have other stuff planned, but maybe in the next episode or so, we'll we'll do a breakdown of you. Um, I will say quick thoughts: it's one of the better seasons I felt like for me, um, mm-hmm. and I actually enjoyed this one a little more than some of the previous ones. Um, but I, I hope. Do we know if there's another season?
1: Um, from what I understand, there is not another season uh, like. Listed right now, but I mean I would imagine they would try as long as Penn Badgley still wants to do it.
0: Um I don't know. They kinda well, we'll talk about it later. It was yeah. Watch it if you haven't already. Think of like a Dexterish style show. Um a little more lovey dubby and I I need you kind of thing. I don't know. But it's it's okay. It's worth a watch. Did that and then I um, have been prepping and anxiously waiting. I watched very little but a tiny bit of people playing Diablo for closed beta last weekend. And I'm going to play the open beta this weekend. I'm super excited for that. And then uh, Resident Evil 4 comes out tomorrow. And uh, I'm pretty stoked for it. But something else I wanted to talk about that we did this week. So we, in every episode we talk about where I stream all that stuff. Um, there's been a site that has been going around and people have been talking about for a little bit, a um, couple months or so. And I will say there's red flags to it and stuff that I'm not super amped up on. But in my line of work, um, you know you you have to like secure your branding and stuff like that. And anytime you can potentially funnel people like kind of along our journey through mixer, through Facebook, through whatever. You know, we've picked up people here and there, and you just it forms your community, and you continue to grow and build it. And so, with all that being said, I decided to finally make a kick account, uh, kick.coms. It's a streaming site. The UI is pretty much mirror image of Twitch. Um, a lot of the features, it's in beta. A lot of the features are actually working really well. The site seems very stable as far as streaming. I've done a couple streams over there. Um, I will say one thing that has been um, something I've been saying over and over again, I get old school Mixer vibes, like early Mixer. I'm getting the vibes of that, kind of like how everybody's going around and how people are hanging out. It could be because there's a lot of old Mixer streamers that are trying it out. Um, The one big thing that Kick is really offering, and that is uh, something that's pretty much unheard of in the industry, is they're doing a 95% to 5% split with creators. So the creator gets 95% of the, the sub revenue, which is something that, no platform really does, so that's nice and very beneficial to creators and helps them out a lot. Um, it's been interesting so far. Uh, one thing about Kick so it's funded by stake.com, and stake.com for those that don't know is actually an online casino. Um, I feel like they're worth like a billion dollars or something like that. I don't know the exact net worth, but I believe it's in the billion, one billion, or maybe more. Um, so they have money. And they offer like uh, Kick has online gambling, obviously, which is promotion for stake, and I'm sure they use all that. And I don't know how that works. I never got into that aspect of the the content creation, but it is a thing. Uh, they've gotten such streamers as Aiden Ross and um, Trainwreck's TV and others that have come over. I think Trainwreck is actually like a co-founder or investor or something with with the site. So. We'll see how it goes. We've been kind of just testing out with the community, seeing what everybody thinks, seeing how everybody feels about it. The vibe's been cool. The features have been cool so far. At the time of recording this, um, I think the co-founder of Stake and Kick announced that the mobile app, which was originally delayed, will be coming out tomorrow. So I'm very curious to see like what viewership is over there with the mobile app because right now it's just pretty much all PC. And even then there's still good numbers. Like actually really good numbers. I would say probably better than Facebook right now. I don't I can I don't know YouTube's like analytics, but um it's interesting. We'll see how it goes. I don't know how sustainable it is with that ninety five five split. I know they're getting a lot of the money off of the the gambling revenue and stuff like that. So we'll see kind of how this goes. I'm wondering, I've seen someone talk about it. I'm wondering if eventually this site will get built up, they'll get the features, get it rolling, get it kinda People in traffic, and then maybe they'll sell it to somebody. You know, maybe somebody will take over uh, and take that side of the streaming. Kind of like uh, you know, Twitch has like Amazon and stuff like that. Get, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's gonna be interesting. But uh,
1: I mean, I think that just by hearing it and with the name that it has, because it's very, it's the same as Kick, like the the messaging app that was popular, you know, like a decade ago. I think that one was KIK, kick, And um, with the split that they have right now and what they're doing, it looks like they're just trying to build up uh, like a customer base essentially. So they need enough creators on there. They need enough people viewing the creators on there. So it'll be like that for a little while. And I think that in about a year or two, um, if it even takes that long, they'll definitely sell that, make some changes Uh, you know change the app around and stuff but there's a lot of companies like that trying to take on Twitch trying to take on discord you know make money doing that type of thing so yeah man is that sustainable what they're doing right now absolutely not but that's the point right like you can you can afford to lose a little money on the front end to get people rolling in and if it works and you get people rolling in then you're good to do other shit so um, yeah man I mean
0: We'll see. Like, I happens. don't know this it's company. Be interesting. I when I first heard about it, the uh, they're supposed to be more lenient on like TOS and stuff. And I've heard of like people playing like shows. Like I saw someone was just playing Game of Thrones. I was like, well, that shit's not gonna fly. I was told people were doing like UFC fights on there and like Super Bowl. I'm like. See, like that's like copyright no nos. Like I just know that's gonna get hit. So I don't know how all that will play in the long term. I'm I'm interested to see how it goes. It's kind of like a nothing to lose for me situation. Uh, may make some money to help. You know, this is what I do for a living, so that may help. Or, like I said, maybe we'll recruit a few more people to join the community. And if so, then awesome. You know, it's kind of like just have another social media. If it goes down, if it blows up, cool. We're there. Like, we'll we'll see how it is. But I mean, it's not like I'm going all in on it. You know, I'm just kind of. We're gonna be doing some streams over there. We're gonna be hanging out and doing our thing, seeing what's up. Can't hurt, right? Never hurt to dabble. Who knows? We may record a podcast episode over there. Who knows? We'll we'll see. We'll see how things go. It's kind of like cool, the man. Wild West right now, though. Like, I'm just looking through some of the categories. I'm like, geez, which could be. Obviously, this it's kind of hard to complain or com- like compare Justin TV to it, because things were so different back then compared to now, on like hot tub streams and like the shit that people do. Because then it was more simpler times. Now content has changed and streaming has changed so much. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes though. So, it should be interesting. Uh, we did talk about Facebook. Uh, I know Facebook laid off people. Uh, Twitch recently laid off 400 people, I believe. Uh, this is most likely due to the need for more people during the pandemic with all the business and everything. You know, everybody being home and needing more people to run stuff. So, I'm assuming it has to go with that. Uh, the CEO of Twitch also recently stepped down. Um, so, I'm not sure what correlation that has to do with anything. Um, I haven't done a lot of research on it, but it's interesting news to come through. There has been a rumor I've been seeing. I haven't seen anything confirmed from Facebook, and I personally haven't seen it. But people are saying you um, there's a thing called Path for Partner for Facebook Gaming, and that's been removed. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. I have no clue. Facebook has been very silent on a lot of stuff and I feel like there's a lot of issues and a lot of just not good stuff happening right now over there. Um, just the whole economy of Facebook gaming. A lot of it could be after layoffs and everything. Thanks to the metaverse is not doing what they thought it would do. So I don't know. It's interesting. Interesting start to the year as far as the content creation streaming side of things. YouTube's still doing YouTube things. It's solid. Twitch is still trucking along. Um, I don't know. The competition's good, though. We do need more sites like Mixer and, like, hopefully Kick and stuff that will push these companies like Twitch and YouTube to be better, to make better innovations, to, you know, improve the overall quality of everything. Because that's how we ultimately get, like, better stuff. And it needs to evolve. So, hopefully that'll continue to happen. But that's what I've been into. This week, very exciting. I'm, I know, right? Super awesome. I did listen to a new album though, Christian. We listened Just to, to. On stream. We listened to um the new Gideon album. Nice, dude. It's heavy as balls. Pretty much, uh, there was one song that had like a nice melodic lead in it, bro. It slapped. Mm-hmm. I had to put it on my playlist. I really liked it.
1: I mean, I'm already sold on that. Dude. Plus, it's Gideon, so I'm I'm in.
0: Um, the name of the song, just so you know, the new album is. It was fun checking out. Uh, more power, more pain is the name of the new album. The song is called "If You Love Me, Let Me Go," and it. It, hit. it was by far my favorite song of the album. Nice little melody with the heaviness on it. I was like, yeah, this is. This is this is my kind of stuff. But what uh, okay? What have you been into this past week?
1: Man, Ugh. so for me this week, I, I was feeling uh, a bit of the void uh, from not being able to watch Last of Us and really talk about it so much. Uh, so I started watching uh, two new shows to fill a void of just one show that we, that we finished. And uh, one of the shows is brand new to Netflix, actually. It's a Korean show. It's, a, it's like a drama for revenge Series and it's called The Glory. And The Glory so far, I've only watched two episodes. But Wait, you said it's I a mean, Korean
0: show. Mm-hmm. I actually posted for show recommendations um, on Twitter yesterday or the day before, and someone posted The Glory, and I was like, I don't know what that is, and I asked for an explanation, but I haven't heard back.
1: Well, to give you that explanation, it is a Korean-based revenge drama. And essentially, in a nutshell, there's a character that goes to high school, and she is getting just vigorously bullied. Uh, and the ringleader for for this for this ring of bullies is this one girl. And they bullied this chick so much, dude. Like they 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 take a hot curling iron and like burn her with it constantly. They beat her up like assault her obviously like there's a lot going on and it's kind of crazy they don't show everything but they show enough for you to get exactly what's going on and uh they do it so much so to the point to where she just drops out of school and has to get a ged later on and her life's goal is to essentially get revenge on all of them but especially the main girl Uh, who is her her absolute bully. And um, it's taken some crazy turns. Like I said, I'm only on episode two. It's taken some crazy turns. I definitely want to watch more of this show and see exactly where it's going and and how the characters evolve. And you see a lot. It's like a flashback to the the childhood and what happened. And then you skip to now and it shows you the life of what this girl has been doing up until now. So it's really good. I don't want to ruin anything. Like, I just want to give you that much so that, you know, you're interested enough, hopefully to check it out. Um, I think you can watch it in English if you want to, but I'm just watching it in its, in its uh, original language, so I'm reading the subtitles, and I'm enjoying it, man. And then the other show that I'm watching is an old show, but it's new to me because I never actually watched it, and it's uh, The Wire. I'm watching that on HBO Max, and I mean, what can I say about The Wire that hasn't already been said? I'm only on the first season. I'm I'm just going through it. I'm been, I haven't been to the show in a while. I'm binging the crap out of the wire right now. I really, really enjoy it. I like the characters. I like the story. I like the writing a lot. The writing in a show, in any, any media that you watch, dude, the, the writing is so important. And this show is written very well, at least so far. Uh, and I, I love, I'm loving what I'm seeing. And there's a lot of actors in here that, that I know and love from other shows, other series, other movies that, that got their start here, you know, like the, that started really being actors in the show. It just elbows one. Uh, and he, he's the one that's on my mind right now. Cause I literally just saw him when I was watching the show, but like he's in it and dude, just, just to see a show like this is great. So those, that's what I'm watching right now. Uh, I haven't had a lot of time to read much of anything this week. I've been busy doing other stuff. Uh, but I am looking at a book that I just received uh, from a person I follow on Instagram. And they their name is, I think, uh, KOTOR Inc. And that's an artist. And I just picked up their art book here. So, I mean, I know if you guys aren't watching and you're listening, I'm kind of flipping through right now to show you kind of like what art style this dude has. Uh, and he, he does some pretty sick stuff, man. So I'm, I'm going to definitely use this as motivation to start doing more sketches for myself here soon and some character design I got coming up. So, yeah, man, that's what I've been doing as far as watching stuff this week and, and looking at you know this, this art book I just received today. Uh, and um, the time of this recording tomorrow is Resident Evil 4 day. We also get the release of John Wick uh, Chapter 4. So there's a lot of 4s coming out. This week, but I'm definitely looking forward to doing that. I'm going to sink some time into Resident Evil. Uh, and uh, speaking of which, I think we have uh, something else that we're going to talk about today that I'll let you lead us
0: into. Before we get into that, isn't John Wick getting like really good reviews?
1: It is. That's very much awesome. so. I, getting... I
0: love the, John, the, the Mrs. Hates John Wick because she's not a Keanu Reeves fan, which just drives me nuts. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. And I keep trying to sell her on the John Wick movies, and she'll watch them, and she's like, I don't like it. It's awful. I'm like... Uh, it just it slaps me in the face because I love them so freaking much. I really do. So I'm excited for four. Uh, like another movie that got a really movies. good review that surprised me that doesn't come out until next month is uh, Evil Dead Rise. I think it's getting mm-hmm. pretty good reviews, which is... I'm not going to lie. It's giving me tingles in my nether region, getting me excited a little bit.
1: Yeah, man. I've been pushing for this movie for a long time, and... As soon as they changed the release for it, because it was supposed to be an HBO Max you know, original, they were going to dump it on the streaming service, and as soon as they switched that to being a theater release, I was like, obviously they got something on their hands here that they know they're going to make some money off of, and this is something that we should be paying attention to. And I think, I think that I was right. Here we are.
0: I'm excited for it. So two good movies coming out, um, and yeah. You, have you started Mando yet? Uh, I started Mando, yes. I okay. did start it. We'll have to do like a quick catch-up on that soon, possibly, and and get going. Sure. Um, sure. And then we need to do you break down and, and other stuff. But mm-hmm. what we have planned for today that is going to be the meat and potatoes, the the filler, the substitute for the last of us. I know you're sad just like the rest of us. But what we have today is we're going to be talking about Resident Evil games in the Resident Evil franchise because, like Christian said, Resident Evil 4 comes out tomorrow, the remake, and uh, it got us in the spirit to talk about some Resident Evil, some survival, horror games, some goodness that's been in our life since, I believe, 1996?
1: Mm -hmm, 96.
0: Is it 96 when the first one came out? Some goodness. Some iconic moments, iconic games. Honestly, one of my favorite franchises out there, gaming-wise. We won't speak of the movies because you might as well just... Yeah, that's that's the movies. We're not going to talk about... God. I Yeah. I wish I could <laughs> try to just be like, you know, glasses push up. They're good, but they're not. They're really not. They've tried shows and they've... Yeah. So we're just going to go to what is good, and that's the games. And apparently, when looking at the games... There's a shitload of games I didn't know about. There's
1: 31 in total, I believe.
0: Yeah. I I mean, when I'm thinking of it, I think through, we're currently on Resident Evil 8 as far as like chronological order, which technically there's nine because you have zero, so forth. If you go that order, not counting remakes, not counting spinoff stuff, all that. But there's 31 freaking games. How nuts is that? a lot of damn games Is there a franchise that has more games?
1: Uh yeah, yeah, uh Final Fantasy is Mario uh Final Fantasy is only up for like 16. Well, if you take the remakes out, then then yeah, it's I mean, so it's 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 on par, dude, like because the, the thing about Final Fantasy and, and Super Mario and all that is they're not a continuing story. It's different shit each game. But, like, yeah, they if you, you're counting it as a franchise, they have so many. So, yeah, man, there, there's plenty of those. <sighs> Call of Duty, you know. Uh, all, how many Call of Duty games are there right now? There's so many. There's not 30. every one has a lot games of games. games. Yeah?
0: I mean, that's a lot of games. There's games. Where's the list? We have a list. There's games that they I'll had a game coming play. out like
1: once a year, from like 1998 all the way to about 2000 and what six seventeen, I think from 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 1998 to 2017 there was a Resident Evil game coming out every year.
0: Like you have games like Resident Evil Garden, Resident Evil Survivor Two, Resident Evil Survivor, Resident Evil Deadly Silence, Umbrella Chronicles, Genesis. Dark Side Chronicles, The Mercenaries 3D, uh, Revelations, Operation Raccoon City, Revelations 2, Umbrella Corpse. There's just, there's a lot of stuff. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy to think about. Yeah. But what we are going to do And don't forget, today, like, half
1: of those are spinoff games, too. Yeah. So, like like you said, with, with Final Fantasy, Legend of Zelda, Super Mario, like all of those games, even Yoshi's Island, Kirby. All those games, like, they, they have so many coming out because they cater to a very specific audience. Typically, when you have a game that has, like, several coming out, the audience that they're catering to is typically younger. The, I think the oldest audience that gets catered to is, like, our audience for the survival horror-type games. And then you have the people who play, like, like yourself, who play, you know, FPS games. You get all the Call of Duties, all the battlefields and stuff like that. And then now it's changed again to where you're getting a bunch of, like, uh, battle royale type games, BRs, I guess you guys call them. And uh, you're getting stuff like Fortnite, you're getting all that stuff. So, yeah, man, they, they, they definitely start to K every every couple of years, you know, you, you get games like that. Because remember, for a while, uh, the, the, the games to go to were the Halo games, right? Halo 1, 2, 3, when those were coming out, that was like the end-all, be-all for, for FPS type games. Then Call of Duty started coming up. Uh, You had people who diverted to Battlefield because they wanted to do something that was different, but uh, close enough to what they were already doing where they'd have to relearn how to play the game. So, I mean, I get it, dude. I totally get it. But yeah, like I said, from 1998 all the way to 2017, there was a Resident Evil game that came out every year, sometimes twice a year. A new game. That's insanity. So, if you allow me to go down the list of the 31 games... Yeah, go for it. ...really quickly, give including a, the, the full year.
0: You... It's insane, though. That's a hell of a franchise. I wonder yeah, how man. much total money Capcom has brought in off of the Resident Evil franchise. I mean, it has should, to be bring bringing in the since 96. Up? This is 2023. You should
1: look that up while I'm, while I'm explaining... Or not explaining, but while I'm going down the list. Um, just, to, just to see... But to just to start it so we can get that part, you know, done. First Resident Evil, Resident Evil 1, 1996. Resident Evil 2, 1998. 19, uh, Resident Evil 3, that's uh, 99. Then you have Resident Evil Survivor, 2000. Code Veronica is in 2000 as well. Then you have Survivor 2 that you were mentioning earlier, that's 2001. Resident Evil Gaiden, that's also 2001. Then you got the Resident Evil remake for the first one. That's 02 on the GameCube. Then you got Resident Evil Zero, that's 2002. Dead Aim, 2003. Missions, 2003. Uh, Resident Evil Outbreak is also in 2003. So in 2003 alone, you get, what, four games? brand new games coming out like that's that's insane to me dude that's insane then um after outbreak you have outbreak file 2 which is more so like you know extra stuff and dlc for the game uh that came out no four then you had resident evil 4 a lot of people's favorite that came out no five i remember that actually when that released i think i was 15 when that came out um Then you had Resident Evil Deadly Silence, which I actually never heard of. That I remember. That was uh, 06. Then you had uh, The Umbrella Chronicles. I remember that one. That was 07. You had Genesis, which I don't remember. That was in 2008. Uh, Resident Evil 5 uh, that came out in 09. Then you had Darkseid Chronicles, also 09. The Mercenaries... Um, was 2011, so I think I was wrong on my initial estimate. You had a game coming out every year up until 2009. Because, like I said, in 2011, you had Mercenaries 3D, and that was on the uh, 3DS, so that was its own little thing. It was just a Mercenaries mode. There was no storyline to the game. I remember playing that on the 3DS. Uh, Revelations, that came out in 2012. Raccoon City. Uh, Operation Raccoon City, that came out in 2012 as well. That game was trash.
0: That That game was awful.
1: God. Uh, Resident Evil 6, we all know, came out in 2012 as well. Then you had Resident Evil Revelations 2. That was 2015 for the Wii. Uh, Umbrella Corpse, which is 2016. Resident Evil 7, 2017. Resident Evil 2, the remake, which was in 2019. I remember that. You had the remake for 3 that came out in 2020. And the last two, Resident Evil Village, came out in 2021. And then uh, Resident Evil 4 comes out tomorrow, which is 2023. So there we are. All 31 games listed in order of release. Now, for the rest of the show, essentially, we are going to be counting down or up our personal Top ten favorite Resident Evil games. My list does include a remake here and there. I don't know about yours, Sin, but uh, if you want to start us off, well,
0: before with we do that, list, I we'll it up up. while you were talking about it, Resident Evil is Capcom's best-selling <laughs> franchise with one hundred and thirty-five million copies sold wo- uh, worldwide as of December twenty twenty-two, and is the best-selling horror game series so makes a lot of sense it has made a ton of money for them obviously that's why there's games coming out all the time um yeah we can start so
1: are you going to count down from one to ten or are you counting mm, up ten to one i don't know
0: it's a little more suspenseful if we go up right start at the bottom i think so all right well let's start at ten All So
1: So tell us, Sin, what is your number 10 favorite Resident Evil game? Or do we start
0: with honorable mentions? Or maybe we'll do honorable mentions after the fact. Do you have honorable mentions? There's two that, well, there's one. Okay, I do have an honorable mention I can say right now. There's another Mm -hmm. one that I'm debating if it makes it in or not. Um,. Do you want me to say my honorable mention? Yeah, please. Resident Evil Zero. Okay. The reason it is an honorable mention and not potentially in my top 10 is because I've never fully played the game. I didn't have a GameCube, so I didn't get to play it there. I know it's now on Xbox and stuff, and your boy's just been lazy and everything else. My backlog's been too much. I haven't got to play it. I need to play it really bad because I do want to go through it. I've heard it's good. I just have never got to experience it myself, so it goes in the backlog for that, or in the honorable mention for that reason. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Honorable mention for me, uh, just to to get the suspense gone. Honorable mention for me will be Resident Evil Three: The Remake, which came out in uh, 2020. Uh, that I did play that game; I own it. Um, I did enjoy it, but I didn't enjoy it as nearly as much as I wanted to, and uh, there are other games on this list that I had a, f- a first-time playthrough I had a better experience with, so that's why that one didn't make it to the list. I don't think for any reason that it's a bad game. I don't think that it was a bad remake. I don't think that the graphics weren't up to snuff. Like, it's a good game. It's just first-time playthrough for the game. I wasn't getting what I wanted necessarily from it um, as opposed to the other games that may or may not be on my list. So that's uh, the reason for that. And um, another, one, another one mention that didn't make it to my list would be uh, Resident Evil Outbreak. That came out in 2003. I did play that later on when Outbreak File 2 came out. I got to play that finally at a buddy's house because it never PlayStation Two at the time, and uh, I had a lot of fun with the game. It wasn't easy by any means, but I did have fun with it. Um, it gave me some survival horror feels, especially at that time with the graphics and whatnot we had. So I did enjoy what I played. I didn't finish the game, you know, because I was just playing it when I was going over to my buddy's house to you know stay the night and stuff. So it was it was really cool to see that game, but it didn't make my list because I wasn't having. Uh, the fun I wanted to have with it, obviously, like I was just saying, and I didn't, I didn't complete the game, so didn't make the top.
0: Okay. Uh, another one that got honorable mention for me would be the Resident Evil Remake, which would have been the GameCube version where they redid uh, the original Resident Evil. Again, didn't have a GameCube. Didn't get to really check it out then. Um, Missed out. It, it came out on Xbox later on, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mm-hmm. own it, and I played it a little bit, but I didn't get to like really get into it. So I didn't get to experience all the full... There was some changes from the original game uh, and the remake, and I didn't get to fully experience it. So therefore, it didn't make my top 10, which if I would have played it all the way through or got to really enjoy it, I'm sure it would have been in my top 10 because... Yeah. But those two get honorable mentions. um, And I guess we can go into 10. We could keep going on some other ones. There's a... Obviously 31. There's a bunch I didn't play, and here I am like, you know what? I've played a lot of Resident Evil. And I have. But not as much as is out there because damn number 10 number 10 resident evil 5 all right resident all 5 right. the reason it gets number 10 solely because i enjoyed the co-op i enjoyed co-op in that with friends um there was a lot of fun memories of this stuff going on running around Playing on Xbox with each other. And it was definitely more action. There was a lot of really goofy, cheesy stuff in that game. Um, but all in all, I don't know how many times I went through it. I know I played through it, I think, solo the first time. And then I think I co opted with a friend. And then I may have co opted again with another friend. And just, I enjoyed that aspect. So it was a fun experience. So it gets the number 10 spot solely because of that.
1: That's fair, man. I think that's totally fair. Um, good, good pick, dude. For me, number 10. Number 10 for me is coming in with uh, Resident Evil, the remake from 2003 on the GameCube that we just talked about. Um, Resident Evil, the first one, obviously it's not my favorite Resident Evil, but it is one of my favorites. It's the game that popped everything off. It's the game that started the craze of survival horror games for me personally. Um, That was the one that I played over the other survival horrors that were coming out around that time, and it it helped me get into the mindset I needed to be in to start playing other games like Silent Hill, like Clock Tower, and Amnesia, like you name it. I started playing all those games because I had the familiarity with Resident Evil. Um, The reason why Resident Evil, the original from 96, isn't on my list is because I didn't actually get to play the first Resident Evil, I only got to watch other kids play it because I didn't have a PlayStation at the time. Um, and then once you know the PS2 and GameCube came around, I got a GameCube. And when Resident Evil 1 remake came out in 03, I actually got to experience it at that time. Uh, and I'm not a big fan of tank controls. And everybody who's played Resident Evil knows about the tank controls and how that works. Uh, not my favorite. I almost didn't play Resident Evil at all because of the controls. But once I got past that, I had a lot of fun with the game. It causes you to think. You have to save every chance you get. And then uh, here we are talking about it today. You know, It's been almost 30 years now and we're still playing these games so i, I really enjoyed resident evil the remake 2003 on gamecube and it is number 10 on my list
0: i want to throw a disclaimer out there before we go to nine neither one of us know our top 10 we have not told each other our top 10 we went in silent on this so both of us are learning our top 10 simultaneously so this this ought to be an that's issue. true um you want to number nine yeah, please. Okay, number nine, Resident Evil Co Veronica. Nice Co Veronica. Ah, I'm a little fuzzy on the game because I've played that a long time ago. I remember really enjoying it. It uh, you're Claire, right? You're Claire, and I believe Chris is there. It's like a whole bunch. Yeah, of, he's in it. It. Cla- Claire is the
1: character that you're playing, though, for yeah. sure,
0: because she's on the front. Uh, Co Veronica though was fun. I do remember really enjoying the playthrough. Um, I believe I want to say me and um possibly a family member played it together back then. It's it's an older one, but I really did enjoy it back then, and uh, it's due for either a remake eventually or maybe even a replay. I have to go find it. I don't know. I don't even know where the hell I could find it. Maybe PlayStation. 4?
1: I'm pretty sure you could buy it on the if you have. So I know for for PS4, PS5 owners. You can get it on the store for sure. I, I do know that you do can do that, that. And
0: replay it because it's been when did when did Veronica come out? Where's your Code Veronica came out in 2000. 2000. So yeah. So 23 years ago. That came. It's been a minute since I played it. But I, I do remember it. I enjoyed it. I didn't really have big qualms with it. Um it introduces the uh or it has the um the twins. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I don't. Oh shit. Off the top of my
0: head, no. Uh, I'm thinking of so much Resident Evil
1: stuff. That's not a, what I'm thinking of exactly.
0: Um Co Veronica Twins. Uh is it Ash? Co Veronica uh, what is their names? It's essentially like it has to do with um whatchamacallit? Uh Wesker, isn't it? Isn't it like the where they got The Little girl. you
1: mean? The what? you talking about Lexa and, and Alfred?
0: Yes. Aren't they in Co-Veronica?
1: Okay. Yeah, they are. Uh, I have to remember if it's Co-Veronica or Co-Veronica. Uh, what's the same thing? Yeah, they're, they're in there, though. The Ashford twins. You're talking about the Ashford twins. Thank
0: you. Yes, there we go. Uh, the name, I could see them, but I couldn't think of their name. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, good game. That's my number nine. Co-Veronica, Co-Veronica X. Same shit. Like, one second.
1: All right, so my number nine. My number nine, like like I said, like you said before, Sin, we don't know each other's list, so it's really fun hearing what your list is compared to what mine is. So my number nine is actually Resident oh, Evil 5. Oh, <laughs> wow. Resident yeah. Evil 5 from, from 2009. Here's the thing the story for Resident Evil 5 wasn't my favorite. No. I don't think it was anybody's favorite, but I had so much fun playing that game. And that's why it's on this list. Wasn't it the first I, one I, you
0: could I, do, like the main story like games that you could actually do co op and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's what ha- the I characters like you had were.
1: Talked. The characters that you had were Chris Redfield, of course, and then you had Sheva, and the game takes mm-hmm. place in Africa. And I remember thinking like. Sure. We get to go to Africa for I'm so ready for that and then the, the person that you had with you was reminded me of Ashley but like if Ashley was like had a gun you know so I thought that was really cool and you could play her too So I know a lot of the times if I were playing co-op with a buddy of mine uh, justice if you ever hear this if I was just playing the game with him most of the time I would just choose Sheva just because like I, I didn't mind uh, and I learned that if you're playing the game solo, a lot of the times Sheva's character would shoot and just like shoot them in the wrong spot and waste a bunch of ammo. But if you gave her a a weapon that was made for distance, like a sniper, that she would only shoot when she had a good shot, uh, at least for my game. And that's what I ended up doing because I'm not a sniper person. I like to get in close with a shotgun or a handgun and, and knock people out. But Sheva, like I said, if you give her a sniper, she's in the back. She's doing that. She's out of trouble for me. I don't have to save her nearly as much. It just worked out way better. So I kind of learned that tool of the trade playing the game. And I had a lot of fun playing that. Even the mercenaries mode that they had in it, so much fun for me. I I ended up sinking a lot of hours into the game after completing the story. I played it a lot more because it was so much more fun after you had beat the story. But, yeah, man, that that was definitely uh, number nine for me.
0: Okay. All right. Number eight. So, this one's a little tough because I kind of flip-flop on eight and seven a little bit. But I'm going to go with Resident Evil 3 Remake at number eight. Okay. Okay. And reason being, I had fun with it. I liked it. It looked good. I enjoyed it. Um, Nemesis was the pain in the ass. I remember him from being in Resident Evil 3 when it first came out. Mm -hmm. Um, It was short. I don't remember how long the original game was, but I know the remake was short. I felt like it was, what, like six to eight hours maybe?
1: Yeah, I it think one cool. of the reasons why the remake is way shorter than the original is because you don't have the tanky controls. You can actually just move in
0: the game. So that definitely helps. But uh, yeah, coming in at number eight, Resident Evil 3 Remake. Go, Jill! Okay. Storms. That's actually really cool, Storms. man, Um, to, to see that on the list. For me, coming
1: in at number 8 was a game, uh, one of the Resident Evils that you already mentioned, and my number 8 is Code Veronica from 2000. Uh, Same reasons, man. I I played Code Veronica after I ended up retrospectively getting a PS2 And it was a lot of fun. It was a harder game for me because I didn't have any frame of reference going into that one. I didn't see anybody play it. I didn't know what I was getting into. I just knew that you were a different character. There were zombies again. I knew that Umbrella was behind some stuff and that we had to conserve as much ammo as possible. So I had a lot of fun playing that one. And uh, that's one of the few... Games that, like I said, there was nobody really around me while I was playing it to kind of feed me information or what I should do, figuring out puzzles at the time. And I just went through it. Because I think when that game came out, I was 10. And I didn't get to play it until I was like, I don't know, 14, 15. So um, it had been out for a little while. I think uh, co X may have come out at that time. So I got to play that. And I had, I had fun with it. But it wasn't the most fun that I've had in a Resident Evil game. But I definitely had fun. So that's why it comes in at number
0: eight. All right. Moving on to number seven. Number seven. Resident Evil 3. The original. Nice. So you have the remake and then you have the original on there. Nice. The only reason I put... And like I said, they kind of flip-flopped on them. The only reason... To me, I felt like Nemesis was just way more annoying and after me in the original. And I remember, maybe because I was younger, but I was just like, this damn Terminator... Dude chasing me down, like stressing me out the whole time, yelling stars, being annoying. Um But I remember not as in love with it as some of the others when I played it, but I did really mm-hmm. enjoy it. Uh obviously you get Jill Valentine, um, and she's one of my favorite characters. Jill's Jill's mm-hmm. a beast. But yeah, Resident Evil 3. Resident Evil 3 nemesis I guess you say Nemesis
1: Yeah for yeah. sure for sure
0: Alright well
1: for me, Let's see um, I don't want to say this wrong Let me double check my list here For me number what were we on? number 7 Right Number 7 for me I'm choosing Resident Evil 6 wow. Uh, wow. At number 7 is Resident Evil 6 from 2000 and When did that come out 2006 12, 2012. So here's the thing. You the game in the, the story is dumb. The story is so dumb for Resident Evil Six. I don't even care about what's happening. I'm just playing the game because the gameplay is kind of fun and just going through waves and waves of zombies is fun and then or, or whatever they are. Uh, and then after you get past the story mode and you start playing like Mercenaries, I started really having fun with the game. And I remember that the, the team-ups for this one was a little weird. You had three separate stories, I want to say, plus the the Ada story after you beat the game and got DLC and whatever. So you had Leon and you had Helena, and that was fun to play for the most part. The beginning of it felt like Resident Evil. It felt like a survival horror, which was awesome. Then you had... Uh, Chris and I don't remember the person he was partnered with Pierce I think is his name so yeah Chris and Pierce I played through that that was super action heavy and ridiculous uh, akin to Resident Evil 5 and then you had Sherry Birkin and Jake Muller who turns out to be I think spoiler alert if you haven't played the game but he's Wesker's son Uh, so playing as Sherry and Jake Sherry really, really, really got on my fucking nerves. I couldn't stand playing with her. She was she had, like, the worst guns for me, except for, like, one. She had one gun that was really, really sweet. Um, but other than that, playing as Jake was cool, because he was a freaking s- superhero, essentially. He had powers and stuff. So we're just getting way, way out of the realm of, of this game and how it works and how the gameplay usually goes. Uh, and then you had Ada, who's all by herself, because of course she is. And Like I said, man, after you get past the stories, like I couldn't really play that game by myself. I needed a person to play because the AI was terrible. So if you have a person to play with you to get through the stuff, it's cool. But after you get past that, you do like New Game Plus, you start doing Mercenaries and all that. That's when the game really opened up for me personally, and I started having fun with it. And that's why it secured its spot uh, at number seven for me because, like I said, aside from the story and past that, I really started having fun with the game. I really started having fun with what the characters could do because everybody had their own thing. uh, And I enjoyed that.
0: Okay. So we're already to number six. Almost halfway through. Number six was a game that rekindled uh, some Resident Evil love for me. And that would be Resident Evil 7. Uh, It was a first-person game, which was a change You met Ethan. You met his crazy-ass wife that I would have left in the swamp, probably. Sorry, Mrs. Sin. Um, But I really enjoyed it. The family was creepy. I loved it. It, honest to God, gave me PT vibes. For those that played PT on uh, PS4 when the demo was out, uh, when that was rumored, when it was going to be Silent Hills, I think was going to be the name. But the demo was called PT. It just, the first person going around the dad and all them busting through walls, the family being creepy. Game got a little crazy at the end. Had a nice twist, but I really liked Resident Evil 7. And I remember the missus would not let me play it without her. She was so engrossed. That might have been her first Resident Evil that she watched or like experienced, and she was so hooked. She was like, can we play it? Go play it. She wouldn't play it. She don't like stuff chasing her and everything, but she wanted me to play it, and she was into it. But number seven takes the number six spot.
1: I mean, it's cool here. Like I said, man, I think my so my number six for me, um, I don't know why I said my number six for me. Like that doesn't make any sense. But anyway, coming number six for me is Resident Evil Zero, the HD remaster, which came out in 2016. Uh, Resident Evil Zero was one of those Games that I was like I don't really want to play This I don't care about prequels I'm good I ended up playing it and like In a nutshell y'all the game was just Fucking fun man I didn't Care about the story anymore I didn't Care about what characters I was playing as I Just wanted to play the game and it was It took you back to you know typical Resident Evil stuff with, with The puzzles and what's going on with the games I just enjoyed it it was just fun It put me back in the mood for Resident Evil after playing Resident Evil Four, Resident Evil Five, and so on. So I really, really enjoyed my time with the remaster, the HD remaster for Resident Evil Zero. And uh, like I said, short and sweet for that one. That was my that was my number six.
0: Okay, so we're at a five. We're halfway through it, and that mm-hmm. would be Resident Evil Eight Village. And the reason I put that over seven is because it has freaking werewolves werewolves are gonna get points for me regardless but (laughs) i did enjoy it i enjoyed lady d i enjoyed the vampires i enjoyed more of ethan's story and how it all developed the creepy village all the stuff like i just i enjoyed the game i had a really good time playing through resident evil village um i've really enjoyed where they've kind of took the franchise and in the last two games have been fun for me so it takes my number five spot
1: Okay. Uh, number five for me—that's uh, already on your list, I believe. But res- for for me, number five is going to be Resident Evil Seven. Uh, Resident Evil Seven is h- a little higher on my list because, like I said, that was a return to form when it came to survival horror. Completely different characters, completely different story. All knew everything Re-vamp in this
0: of the um, franchise, if you will.
1: Yeah, absolutely. When I started it, I was I. I I was really into it. I got a little bit less so into it after the, you get into the game more because there are some differences in that game uh, that, that that don't really sat well with me. Uh, and the family, like I said, was creepy. It's one of the scariest Resident Evil games that, that's ever come out, for sure. Uh, it might actually be the scariest oh, one. Like, I think
0: it might be yeah. the scariest. Like, if you're looking at it from a pure horror standpoint... Uh, It might be because it the first, what half to three quarters of the game is pretty damn creepy, Mm
1: -hmm. and and all the stuff with the family and 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 everything's molded over and all that stuff. Like I really really enjoyed that. I will say after a while it kind of loses its merit, you know, because they're essentially fucking indestructible after a certain point. So that gets to be really, really annoying, and it starts to be a little less fun as you move on. But I can't deny that all new everything for the Resident Evil franchise fucking worked out. We, we, we got away from typical zombies. We got away from the typical titular characters that we're used to. There's no Chris. There's no Leon. There's no Ava for the most part. For the most part, we got away from that in Resident Evil 7 and we started just doing something different. And like I said, really enjoyed it. Um, it. It came out on, at the time, like the newest system that was out. So, I mean, I had, like I said, a lot of fun with that.
0: It breathed it was light for the franchise that it desperately needed. It
1: was scary as piss, dude. Like, god dang. I can't explain to you how... Just Let me say it this way. It's not just that the game is scary. It's really creepy. It Everything about it is really creepy because every single Resident Evil has something about it. This creepy or they could scare a person, but like this one, like the whole game like gee, there's no no let up for that and and i and I enjoyed that, and like you said, it did breathe uh, a a breath of fresh air back into the game, so number five for me, Resident Evil seven,
0: also known as biohazard, number which five. is the original name for Resident Evil, true fun fact for you all um number four, so this game. There's a reason it gets number four. And it's kind of a dumb reason. And the dumb reason is, I never actually physically owned this game. Therefore, I had to borrow it from my cousin. And in all of his glory, shout out Living TJ, the fool screwed up a disc or messed up a disc or he had borrowed it for somebody. I don't know how it happened, but it was a two disc game and I couldn't play the other side of the damn disc. So, Coming at number four is Resident Evil 2. I only got to play Leon. I never got to play Claire's. Ever. And i always be like, bro, I want to play Claire's. I don't have the disc. Or the disc was jacked up or something happened. I was like, man, come on. So, Resident Evil 2 is one of my favorites. I loved it. I will never forget being introduced to a Licker for the first time or Mr. X or any of the fun stuff. Uh, the you should introduce to liquor for the first time? Yeah, the liquor. The first time you meet a liquor in uh, Resident oh, Evil. Oh, okay. You're talking about in the game, the liquors. I thought yeah, you liquors, meant like. In the game. Well, alcohol. It, we're talking about Resident Evil. Where is your mind? I know. I, I was like, what, what does alcohol have to do with Resident Evil? Yeah, I was liquor, so confused. Liquors, like the creature. <laughs> but when you meet them, it, it's iconic moments. Resident Evil 2 gets it. Only reason. It has to take a fall from grace is thanks to TJ and me You know, being a kid at the time and not being able to afford my own damn game and borrow my cousins. Actually, I don't even know if it was his. He might have been borrowing it from somebody else. I don't know what happened. I don't know how this came about, but I never got to play the other disc because you had Leon and you had Claire. And you get separated and you get to play either story. And I didn't get to play the one story, and I was always mad as hell about it.
1: That's hilarious,
0: man. I also know he cut his hair to look like Leon that's really really like funny he used to have the sweet like bowl cut thing going when he was a kid he had the leon kennedy haircut
1: it's my first day your tj had that yeah. that's that's funny man I that's funny i'm here. gonna have to uh i yeah we we gotta see that we gotta see that
0: all right so that's my number four what do you got
1: for number for me number four is uh actually resident evil village man um Right above Resident Evil 7 for similar reasons. You also had...
0: uh, If you say werewolves... (laughs) (laughs) You can tell we like werewolves. werewolves The sole reason you like a game better than another game is because it had a werewolf in it. Or werewolves.
1: It had werewolves in it and it had Lady... uh, What's her name? Lady D was awesome. I
0: actually really like Lady D. Lady D, man. Honestly, village ladies is game game. in the game. Okay, I'm taking your spots, sorry. So,
1: you had... The, that was cool. And there was, like... Some of the boss fights in that game were, were really, really fun. Some of the boss battles were a lot of fun. And I will say this, dude. The the werewolves really started messing me up. Re- like, it got, it got bad. It got bad.
0: Werewolves. There was... Dude, there was a lot of stuff in that game. They just did a good job. It was a creepy... It was a village. You weren't... Like secluded to a house in like a little swamp area. You were in this whole dang village of just badness. It was a good playthrough, though. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, eight is up there for you. Eight is at number four. That's pretty high. That's honestly just one spot below mine. So, it's not like a huge (laughs) difference. So, that brings us to number three. Number three? All right. And this is where we make Christian mad. Because we say number okay. three, Resident Evil, Raccoon, Operation Raccoon City.
1: Look, I'm not even taking the bait for that.
0: I'm not even doing <laughs> I'm, just it. I'm just kidding. i just That game was actually Boo Boo Shoes. I cannot justify helping the game. I remember, I think I beat it, but I'm pretty sure I cussed myself the entire time I played it. Like, why am I playing this bullshit? Like, I was so <laughs> damn mad the whole game. Um... My number three, in all seriousness, Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 changed. So, Resident Evil was survival horror. 3 started, kind of changed out of that a little bit. 4 definitely went a little more action. But 4 had some very memorable moments. One of the reasons I'm super excited to play the remake, and I have a feeling the remake is going to instantly, from everything I've seen review-wise, and as long as they stay true to it, I think the remake will get in my top 10, top five, probably pretty easy for four. Mm-hmm. Um, four had a lot of awesome moments. The uh, the chainsaw guy at the beginning. Um, What was the the lake monster? Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yes, dude. The lake Shooting so the water much. unsolicited, dude. Oh, dude, my there, God.
0: There was so much. But you got to play as Leon for the first time since two. They brought him back. It's definitely not his first day anymore. Leon's leveled up in life a little bit. And it's a good game. Resident Evil 4 is fun. It is a really fun game. No complaints. Went through it uh, a couple times probably. I feel like we started playing at one point.
1: I'll I'll talk about it. It's on my list. I'll definitely get into it.
0: But Resident Evil 4 takes the cake for number three. Takes your number three spot? Yep.
1: All right, man. Well, I'm gonna just get right into it. My number three is also Resident Evil Four from 2005. Uh, let me let me explain something to you. Resident Evil Four was one of the most it's one of the best times I had playing a game, especially a game where you are a character. It was the first game I played that I remember over the shoulder. The, the gameplay was different from the other Resident Evil's. It started off very much survival horror. They brought back a, a character that I actually really liked to play, which was Leon, which you just mentioned. It did fall short a couple of areas where you had to escort Ashley around and she could get shot and killed. She got kidnapped alive. If they picked her up and took her to another room, you would automatically lose But, like, it forced you to play the game a little differently. It forced you to really think about stuff you were doing. It did still have puzzles. It did still have really cool boss battles. There was a part in the the game where you could save a fucking dog, and then the dog would come back and help you against El Gigante. Like, so many things happening in this game that just made it worth it. It was the first game that I also remember one of the first, because you just mentioned uh, Resident Evil 2. But uh, with this game, this is the first game on the GameCube. Cause that's, I played it originally on the GameCube when it came out and uh, it was a two disc game. And I remember beating the first disc and being like, man, I'm really doing it. Like, I'm getting past this game with, like, no help. This is amazing. Because that's back back in the day when, you know, kids would buy the guidebook to a game and then read what you're supposed to do for everything. And then uh, that's how you would beat a lot of games. And then you would borrow that stuff. Like, I didn't have the guidebook. I remember wanting the guidebook, but not because I wanted to know how to beat the game. I literally just wanted to draw all the pictures in it. Because instead of doing homework, I'm drawing and doodling in all my workbooks. But I had so much fun in Resnée before, and I'll tell you this too. After, you know, fighting Sadler, Salazar, El Gigante, uh, those weird bug creatures that turned invisible, the, the regenerating things, like... I could go on. you got the the, the the scope that let you see through people that was like thermals you could you know all that stuff, the ganados that you have to go through going t- from the village to the, the castle and all that stuff like that game had so much going for it. I played the shit out of it I played it several times. Uh, that was one of the first games that I beat and then immediately started playing a game with new game plus. Uh, new game plus you got a new weapon you could get the typewriter which was a machine gun that had infinite ammo or you could get the, uh, the, the the rocket launcher that never ran out of ammo and I remember getting the typewriter because I didn't want to keep blowing myself up and uh, I played the shit out of that game Krauser's boss fight was in there I played that game for like I don't know 10 years and then I found out that you could fight him with just your knife had no idea had no idea uh, that was the first game that gave you jump scares when you thought you were safe. You know, you're opening a box with your knife or whatever to to hopefully get ammo or money, and there would be snakes in there, dude. And they could jump out and fucking bite you. And if you killed a snake, it would have an egg from or eating a chicken or an egg or whatever. Like it had so much going for it. I played it so many times, trying to get better scores, playing mercenaries, trying to get better scores, better characters, better costumes. And then they re released the game on uh, on a uh, PlayStation 2 and they put out extra guns and stuff in there so I even played it once on that uh but yeah dude that was one that's the only game aside from the Mass Effect franchise that I've played several times and had fun each time playing it so I can't speak highly enough of Resident Evil 4 it was definitely one of my favorite games of all time Do you think remake uh, will be in your top 3?
0: Still...
1: We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Oh, we're
0: you... Oh, okay. I see how you're going to do. All right. So, you ready for Mm -hmm. number two?
1: Top two? I'm ready for number
0: two. Top two. drum roll. All right. Coming in at number two for me. Resident Evil 2 Remake.
1: That's number two. That's
0: number two.
1: Nice. That's that's awesome, man. Resident Evil
0: 2 Remake was everything I wanted in Resident Evil 2 (laughs) Remake to be. First off, I Mm had to play Claire. Which I didn't get to do in Resident Evil 2. Finally, right? Finally. Yeah. And I remember playing through it and just loving it. Just being... I'm pretty sure I played through it. I think I did like a a special thing on stream where we just did like a super long stream. There was incentives. And we went forever and we played. And I beat the game. And then... All on on one stream. And then I started the next playthrough of playing as... I think I... I might have done Claire first, and then I started playing as Leon or something. Or it might have been Vice Versa. And I got, like, halfway through the game. Like, that's how long of a stream it was because I couldn't stop. Like, I literally was dead-ass tired. But I was so into it and so happy to be playing it. I remember doing um, all the modes afterwards. uh, Was it Mercenaries and Mm -hmm. running through so you could get Tofu and all the stuff. Just, I loved it. I really did. I I thoroughly enjoyed the game. Um, It was fantastic. The nostalgia moments for different things were wonderful and they did a great job with it. And oh yeah. So it gets my number two spot. My two spot.
1: Well, you're going to be surprised because my number two spot is also Resident Evil 2, the remake from 2019 that I had so much fun with that. I had so much fun with that game. Uh, I was actually playing that with my fiance. This was early when we started dating. Actually, I think this was the, the first year that we were dating or second year that we were dating, we were playing this while well, I was playing and she was watching and, and she got so fucking scared at one part. She was like, fuck it, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and I'll never forget that. I was like, you're just going to leave me? And she was like, "Yep, I'm out. And she just went upstairs and went straight to sleep,
0: dude. And I was like, damn. Does she enjoy watching the Resident Evil games?
1: She she actually only watched me play Resident Evil two. Uh, she never play watched any of the other ones. So I'm I'm going to try really hard this this coming weekend to get her to Watched at least some of Resident Evil 4, but she definitely watched me play Resident Evil 2. And We both had a really good time. It got to the point to where like we're both screaming at the TV, and like I would miss, and she'd be like, "Shoot him in the head!" I was like, "I'm trying! I'm out of ammo!" Like it was insane, dude. We had so much fun playing this game, and like her, her like backseat gaming was the best, dude. It was the fucking best, and 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 that just added to the experience of playing the remake for Resident Evil 2, which I still own. It's still in in the house somewhere. Uh, I might even pop it in and, and and try to play it again, just just because you know, until tomorrow when I'm doing something else. But um, the Resident Evil Two is Resident Evil Two remake was the game that got me back into Resident Evil again. Like I had fun with with uh, Resident Evil Seven Village hadn't come out yet. And I wasn't really excited to continue that story. Like, I had fun in it, but it was like a one and done for me. But when I played Resident Evil 2, I was like, I want them to make Resident Evil 3 the remake just so they can justify making Resident Evil 4 the remake because Resident Evil 4 was my favorite. So playing Resident Evil 2 the remake, dude, I, I like I said, I had so much fun with that game. I was scared. I had fun. It was sweaty. I played it in the dark pretty much every time I played it. Uh... I, I I can't I can't explain to you enough in this in this one podcast because I know we're running slow on time, but like I had so much fun playing that game. I played the hell out of it. I really, really enjoyed it. Um and after I beat the story, I think I did Claire first. After I beat the story for Claire, I was like, I just need a break. <laughs> I can't go straight into Leon. I need a break. Because like, I knew that Leon didn't have cool guns. Nothing was uh, nothing was upgraded And I had to start all the way over In the police station I just wasn't prepared to fight Lickers again I wasn't prepared to fight Mr. Titan again I Was Or Mr. X Excuse me I wasn't ready for any of that again I had just done it I was, you know, I was breathing easy So I just needed to take a couple days off To just relax And then come back and play the game some more But dude, Resident Evil 2 Remake Was one of the best remakes uh, At the time that I had played And I really enjoyed it. It was better than 3, hands down. It was so fun. The graphics were on point. I loved it. 100%. Which leads us to number 1.
0: It's funny that your your fiancé watched it. So, like I mentioned back, uh, I think on number 6, Resident Evil 7 was her introduction to Resident Evil. And then Mm -hmm. Resident Evil 2 would have been the next one to come out, the remake. And I remember she was like, she missed most of the stream because she was asleep when it came out. So... (laughs) I was grinding all night playing. I couldn't stop. So she ended up seeing most of the other playthrough, and then we had to play through again so she could see all the stuff. And she was super hooked. And then, obviously, Resident Evil 3 Remake, she's watched playthrough, and then Resident Evil Village. So she's been really enjoying just watching them. But it is time for number one. That's right. Number one for me is Resident Evil. The original. The OG. And the reason ninety six for this. I have played through that game, the original, as a kid. So damn many times. Solo with my cousin, not the living TJ, another cousin. Um, I remember the heartbreak of one of the playthroughs. We didn't rescue Jill from a jail cell. And she just died. Mm. And I remember finishing the game Mm. thinking, I fucked up. Jill's down there just dying. And I was heartbroken, so I had to play... I remember the glorious moment when a rocket launcher falls from a helicopter so you can blow up the tyrant and just finish him once and for all. The iconic scene of the zombie turner around that's on everything now. Um, The damn snake. One of the most iconic moments I've talked about a few times. I've talked about it on stream and stuff, but... One thing that will forever stand out, you talked about gaming gods. Well, back in this time, <coughs> folks, you didn't really go to the internet to uh, search for walkthroughs and shit. And there was these things called gaming magazines. Yes, that's right, where I'm showing age. But there was one called GamePro, and it had the Resident Evil walkthrough. And it essentially told you what you need to do. And there come a part where you had this crazy long cutscene, and at the time the graphics were cool, and it was where you were introduced to a hunter for the first time. And the damn mm-hmm. frog hands, and I'm jumping around with its claws. And it said, I believe we had a bazooka, and I think it said like one shot. Or no, it was two shots or something. I don't know. It gave me something, and it was like, you just need one or two shots, and the hunter's gone, and you have dispersed your first hunter. And I was like, easy. Well, the camera angle is very weird, because you're looking kind of down this weird hall. And I remember, mm-hmm. bam, knocked him down. I'm like, yeah, and me and my cousin are playing. And then, bam, finish him off. I'm like, that's nothing. Literally turn my character to the side. And as they turn and start to walk down the hallway, the hunter lunges forward, swiping my head, decapitates me. Blood squirts. You died. Pop on the screen. And little sin screams. Because my ass thought he was dead and I wasn't expected to get damn decapitated. I scream. My cousin screams. We run off. And go find my dad and stuff, and we're just like explaining, it, and he's like, "What the hell are y'all talking about?" So when we come back the next time and to continue, I unloaded way too much ammo on the hunter to ensure that they weren't getting up. And there's just so many moments like that of us playing through the original Resident Evil that it mm-hmm. forever will have a special place in my heart, and it takes my number one spot.
1: That's awesome, man. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good story. Um, my story isn't nearly as cool as that one is. Um, so I apologize in advance for any of you who might think that uh, my number one spot isn't earned, but trust me, it's earned. Number one for me is... Resident Evil 4 remake that comes out tomorrow, baby! How are
0: you going to a number one with a Here's game that's thing. not even out yet? Please explain yourself.
1: Listen, if you played the demo... Which Moi has, then that's all you need. That's all you fucking need. The game was dope. It gave you it gave me everything I needed the game to be. It's a remake of the game. We get the same characters. We get about the same story. However, the gameplay upgraded, the graphics upgraded, the combat upgraded, the guns upgraded. It feels like what I felt like when I was playing the resident evil two remake that I just explained was so good in 2019 yet they've taken my favorite of the resident evil games and have done the same thing to that. And that's exactly what I wanted. So like I said, just playing that demo, I was like, I'm 100% in I'm so like, this is great. I can't wait. Immediately went and paid the game off right after playing the demo, I was like, this, this is the one man, this is it. Uh, the fact that you can just fucking block stuff with your with your knife in this game. Somebody's throwing some shit at you, bam, block up the knife. As long as you do it at the right time, of course, because I fucked up and didn't do it the right time a bunch. Uh, but if, if it's so satisfying. Being Leon again, back in that dusty brown jacket again, saving Ashley's dumbass again, talking to Hannigan, who's got a different character model, which is awesome, and she moves around. She's not just a static image on your walkie-talkie. Like, All of that stuff feels so good this time around. There's some drawbacks, like saving the dog you don't get to do. Like, that really fucking sucks. It really does. But it doesn't take away from the fun of the game. It's so good. And, yes, I will be playing it tomorrow as soon as possible. I'd play it tonight at midnight if I could, but I have a full-time job, and I can't do that, so here we are. But I'm so ready. I'm so excited. I have stuff to do tomorrow night before I actually play the game. I cannot wait for my personal stuff to be over with so I can go directly into playing the game for the rest of the night. Like, I'm going to stay up all for the night playing this shit. I can't wait, dude. Like, you don't understand. And, and, and i played the demo, so I know what I'm getting into. I know what type of game I'm getting, which is the same type the same type of situation that, that we both got into playing the Resident Evil 2 remake. We're doing it again Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 4 being one of my favorite games of all time. I can only imagine how I'm going to feel when I finally get to the end of this version of Resident Evil. So 4. Resident then I get 4, to play the Mercenary. Game. And Resident Evil right. Four
0: remake is your number one. Number one. Okay. Four was two though, right? The original. Mhm. Okay. Mhm. All right. Hell yeah. I think. Well, the, I think the remakes no, good. I have two, no doubt that the Four remake won't be a top three Resident Evil game for me, probably all time. I. I, my, I have, my number
1: two was Resident Evil Two, but it was the remake. Do what? specifically it was not the remake for
0: 03 yeah okay 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 no 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 for for me so just
1: going down the list you got for me Resident Evil 4 remake Resident Evil 2 remake Resident Evil 4 original Resident Evil Village Resident Evil 7 Resident Evil 0 HD remaster Resident Evil 6 Resident Evil Veronica Resident Evil 5 and number 10 is the Resident Evil original remake from 03
0: okay going down my list Resident Evil, the original, Resident Evil 2 remake, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 8 Village, Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 3, Resident Evil 3 remake, Code Veronica, and Resident Evil 5. Nice. So we got that's our top 10. We would love to know what's your top 10? Those that play Resident Evil out there, or what's your top 3 at least? Or top 1? Let us know. I want to know what everybody thinks. What Resident Evil is your all time favorite? What is your top 10? What did you think about our list? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Because we're right. In our own heads, at least. <laughs> we're right. Can't right. yeah. That's hilarious. But that's it for this week. It's been a fun one doing Resident Evil. And uh, it's time that we roll into the last call question. So, pass the whiskey. That's right. Pass your whiskeys. Get them ready. Whiskey. All right. This week's last call question is Christian, do you have it? Do you want me to? Yeah. This week's question is Who's your
1: favorite main character From the Resident Evil franchise And who is your favorite side Character from the Resident Evil Franchise
0: I want to say Leon for main character first But I feel like that's the easy answer Doesn't make it wrong But I also want to say Chris Because I do love Chris But Chris gets knocked back a little bit Because of Resident Evil 5 and punching a damn boulder That kind of messes it up for me a little bit with him so he slips. So I'm gonna go. I really do love Claire. Claire's a badass. I want to say Claire, but at the same time, with Resident Evil Four coming out, I kind of wanted to say Leon. Only say it if you feel it in your heart, bro. It's it's a toss up between them. I do like Jill a lot too. It's a problem. Jill's dope. Jill is Except dope. for N5. Jill Jill's Valentine. It's such a cool name. Jill Valentine. Let's go with Jill. It, honestly, I could. it could be a toss-up between those three. Jill, Leon, and Claire. But I'm going to say Jill. What about your side character? Side character, Barry. Don't even have to think about it. Okay. Wasn't expecting that I at all. I can't think of his right. last name off the top of my head. It's all good. But For Barry, main, I don't know why. Barry that character. damn revolver, especially in one. That revolver went ham, and I was just like, Barry got that. He got that piece over there. My favorite
1: main character, without a shadow of a doubt, is Leon. Like, even back when I played the original Resident Evil two, I liked Leon because he he was a reflection of like us. You know, like Chris was always going to be like the military type man. So, I mean, he was cool, but he wasn't my favorite. He was cool, but not my favorite. He was more like, you know, Captain America, I guess. Then you had Leon, who was a little bit more green. Obviously, it was his first day on the job, and then this happened. So, it's a person who's got shit luck going into this Raccoon City abomination and then just surviving, because most people didn't. I really, really like that. Um,
0: Chris got And then as far as side characters, I like like Chris's new role, like how he's kind of evolved to, like, this darker character a little bit.
1: He's seen some shit, man. Been through some things. Um, But side character, man, like, honestly, I really enjoy. Remember Sheva from Resident Evil 5? Like, to me, she's a side character because she's never been in any of the other games. She was only in that one. And she was loosely a main character because everybody was playing Chris, right? But I really, really enjoyed Sheva. I liked her character design. I liked her character. I liked the voice actress who played her. Like, all that stuff. I really enjoyed that. And I wanted to see her come back in other games, but she never did. And I always just assumed it was because people shit on Resident Evil 5, but, like, Chris came back a few times. Because, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't finished uh, Village and, and, and 7, like, he makes an appearance in those games as well. So, like, I, I really wanted to see Sheva come back. Um, but if I can't pick Sheva as another side character there there are two honorable mentions, man. Like a- Ava is, is in those games, especially the Leon based games. And she's fun because she just reminds me of Catwoman, but there's never been another character like the merchant from Resident before. No oh, <laughs> buy it at a high price. <laughs> Thank you. Like, that's been burned in my memory since i played that game in 2005 he has been permanently lodged into my mind and i'll never forget him dude i'll never forget him he was the best merchant that we gotten in all the games even over the one we got And Resident Evil Village. Like, I'll I'll die on that hill. And I really hope that they bring him back in Resident Evil 4. I'll let you know tomorrow in real life sin, But, like, I can't wait, dude. I'm so excited to hear this dude again. Ah, stranger! Like, I can't wait. I'm so excited.
0: All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed Resident Evil episode, essentially. It's been fun for us going through this, going down memory lane and checking out these. So uh, if you enjoy it, let us know. Do you want more, us to rank more games like this and go down through some franchises or rank movies, do all kinds of stuff? Cause honestly, this is really fun. I do enjoy doing this style of, of content and it's interesting to see where we put stuff. Cause we don't tell each other ahead of time, which is probably not the best for, you know, scripting on a podcast. And we kind of just wing it and announce them on the fly on the podcast live when we do it. So that's fun. But That's it for this episode. We appreciate you being here. Let us know what you think. Do you agree with our answers? What's your favorite Resident Evil? What's your top three? What's your top five? What's your top ten? Let us know any of those if you haven't played all of them or or whatever. Or if you're not into Resident Evil, let us know in the comments. We like to hear your responses. Uh, New episodes are every Wednesday, 8 a.m. Central Time uh, on Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor.fm, Overcast, all the stuff. 8 a.m. Central Time. Rate Five stars, share, subscribe, follow all the good stuff. Video versions on YouTube, YouTube.com slash I am sinister, 8 a.m. every Wednesday. That's right. Episodic, weekly episodic stuff. Go subscribe, thumbs up, talk to us, comment, let us know. All that good stuff. You can also find us on the social media sites at Simple Sin S I P P I N with Sin on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Hit us up there. It's where you can hit us up with last call questions, all that good stuff and things, or Sinister Tales, or just let us know about your resident evil stuff. Uh, you can submit your Sinister Tales and Last Call. Also on Gilded, if one of those places didn't work. Gilded.gg slash SinisterPack in the application put from the podcast, and that is a good way to get in touch with us. There's a whole section dedicated to the podcast there. So do that. You can find me on my personal socials at Twitter and Instagram at TV, and you can find me streaming on Twitch.tv slash TV. You can find me on TikTok at TV. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash I am sinister TV. And now you can find me now streaming some on kick at kick.com slash I am sinister. So come hang out over there. Let me know what you think about it and say hello. Say you're from the podcast. Love to meet you. Love to talk to you. And uh, Christian, where can the lovely folks find you?
1: You guys can find me on Instagram at Vin and Inc. All one word. Also at Horrorverse Pod on all the socials as well.
0: All right. Awesome. Well, You don't have to go home, ladies and gentlemen, but you got to get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening for another week. We will see you guys next week for more fun stuff. I hope you have a good one. It's time for Christian to shut this thing down.
1: Thank you guys so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Sipping With Sin. Be sure to leave a five-star review. Click that like button. Leave some comments in the comments section below if you are watching on YouTube. But most importantly, guys, be safe and abide by the three things that I always tell you at the end of every podcast. Don't get
0: that's right see you guys next week so
1: much for tuning into another episode of sipping with sin please don't forget to leave a rating and submit your last call questions to our socials that's at sipping with sin everywhere and if you want to hit us up personally you could find me at ven and ink that is v-e-n and ink or i am sinister tv for the sinister man himself and guys don't get gutted